0: the month of Nisan, the month of Aries, which is the mazel of Ram, to understand the connection between the meaning of the month and the zodiac and the letter and the attribute and the limb and the tribe and the permutation of the month. What is the meaning of Nisan? Nisan means Nisim. A month of miracles of miracles, double miracles. It says if you see Chanina in a dream, you should expect to have miracles of miracles. Why? Because Chanina has two nuns in its name. And the same is true that the month of Nisan has two nuns in the word Nisan, implying miracles of miracles. The gematria of Nisan is 170, which is double the gematria of the word peh, which means mouth. There was a mouth that spoke about the redemption of the first gu'ullah of Mitzrayim. And then, God willing, it says, in the month of Nisan, we were redeemed for the first time, and so too, in the month of Nisan, we're going to be redeemed the second time. And then again, we're going to have a pair, we're going to speak about with our mouth about the Geula, about the ultimate redemption. Nisan is the first month on the Jewish calendar. As it says in the Medvedish, when God created the world, he created the world in the month of Tishrei. But that was a world of nature. When he chose the Jewish people, and he took them out of Egypt in the month of Nisan, he chose Nisan to be the first month of the Jewish calendar. And the reason is because Nisan is a month of miracles and we are a people. The Jewish people are a people of miracles. And therefore we begin our year with the month of Nisan. For the entire life and the entire survival of a Jew is truly beyond nature. The concept of alif, or one, also stands for emunah. The foundation and the beginning of Judaism is faith in God. If you don't believe in God, then you cannot follow his commandments. So, as the Sefer HaChinnuch explains that the month of Nisan, and particularly the holiday of Passover, is the mitochondria for a munna that inculcates into a Jew the concept of faith in Almighty God. So that is the idea of Nisan and that Nisan is the first month of the year. How does all of this connect to the zodiac, the Aries? The commentaries explain that God took us out of the land of Egypt Particularly in this month, in the month of Nisan, not in the month of Adar and not in the month of Eor, but primarily in the month of Nisan, which is known as Chodesh Aviv, the month of spring, which is the zodiac of the Aries. What is the reason behind this? The reason behind this, as is explained in the Ramban and in the Zoyar, etc., etc., and in a letter of the Rebbe of uh, 1965 for the holiday of Passover. And the Edireb explains that Egypt represented the power of nature and also the power of the human being, the superhuman, the superman because the Jewish people were in the land of Egypt for 210 years and they were enslaved not only to bondage, to hard labor, but also to the culture and to the civilization of Egypt. And this was based primarily on two major factors. Number one, human ingenuity, the fact that in the land of Egypt there is no rain or very little rain and therefore they needed to create an irrigation system from which to be able to bring water to the entire land. And number two, the natural resource of Egypt, which was the Nile. And therefore the Nile was also considered to be a god. So the Nile was a god and Pharaoh was a god. And this concept of nature becomes stronger and reaches its zenith in the spring. And therefore in the month of spring, When nature reaches its zenith, which is under the zodiac of the Ares, which is the ram, also the god of the Egyptian people, God now goes and takes out the Jews from Egypt. And that is why, of course, we know that the carbon Pesach, the Paschal lamb that had to be brought in the land of Egypt, and then after that, when the Jews came into Israel every year on Passover, was primarily a sheep, which is the family of the ram. And the reason is to show that we denied the idol of the the Egyptian people, we gave up the idol of the Egyptian people, and that we now accepted God as our God. What is the letter of the month? The letter Hay. He is the letter of the month of Nisan. He represents the concept of dibur of speech. As we know, it says that when God created the world, he created the world through speech. But the Zayar tells us it was actually the letter He. He is the breath of every letter, it's the Ha. and From the Ha, the He, God created the entire world. Why is He the letter of the month of Nisan? First and foremost, the month of Nisan represents Pesach, Passover. What is the mitzvah of Pesach? Whoever increases in speaking about the greatness of God and the miracles that God performed for us, that person is praiseworthy. And that is the meaning of Pesach, a peh, a mouth, sach that speaks. Speaks the glory of God and the greatness of God. Furthermore, the Mishnah tells us that on the first day of the month of Nisan is the Rosh Hashanah, is the new year, for kings and Ligolim for holidays. Passover is the first holiday of the year, starting from the month of Nisan, the first month on the calendar. And the first of Nisan is also the new year for kings and primarily the kings of Israel. What's the connection between Malachim kings and the Golim holidays? So we are the Jewish people and we are called Mamlechus Kohanim the Kadosh. We are a nation of kings. What kind of kings? Kings that are Kohanim, that are priests and a holy people. What's the connection between holy and king? In truth, they are both one, that the kingship that we have is through holiness. In other words, a kohen means one who serves. And Passover, we became the servants of God. And a servant of a king is a king. And therefore, it is the new year of kings to imply that we are now avadim. We are now servants of God. Up until Passover, we were God's children. And after we left the land of Egypt, in addition to being God's children, we also became God's servants. And the servant of the king is like the king. And this is also connected to the regalim, the holidays. The holidays in particular are called the legs. Regel, the feet. Why is the holidays called the feet and the legs? Because in the days of old, the Jews would use their feet and their legs to go up to the holy temple. No matter where they lived in the land of Israel, they would go up to Jerusalem, Yerushalayim, and they would go be together with God in the holy temple. What is the connection between kingship and feet? So the connection is that the objective is to take this holiness of our dedication to God and our dedication to mitzvahs, and to bring this kadusha, this holiness, also into the heel of the foot, even into the weekday, to transform the mundane and make the mundane also holy. And this is connected to the attribute of the month, which is speech. As we stated earlier, that primarily the holiday of Passover is connected with the reading of the Haggadah. And we say in the very beginning of the Haggadah, whoever increases to speak about the miracles that God performed for the Jewish people, that person is praiseworthy. And therefore it is obvious that the attribute of the month, is speech, and this also connects with the, the concept of a sheep or a ewe, as it says in the book of Isaiah, Chapter 53, verse number 7, it says, That a sheep, a ewe, is silent before her shearers. In other words, when the Jewish people were in the land of Egypt, they were slaves. They had no mouth. They had no rights. They couldn't say anything. And now that they were freed, they had the ability to speak. That's number one. Number two is, the idea of a ewe, or a sheep, according to Kabbalah and Chassidists, represent the idea of Bito to be nullified to a greater will, to be nullified to a greater reality. And that is uh, implied in the verse, like a sheep or a you is silent before her sharers. And that is the introduction to Judaism and the introduction To becoming God's people is the fact that we are humble and we are subservient to God's will. What is the limb of the month? The limb of the month is the right foot. There's a right foot and a left foot. The right foot is the first holiday which is Pesach, but Pesach means to jump over, which is Dilug, a quantum leap. A person jumps with his feet, and primarily the right foot. And that is the idea of Dilug, the idea of Passover. What happened on Passover? In one moment, God took us from the lowest ebb, from the lowest abyss, and he transformed us from slaves to a human being to become servants of God. And from Pesach until Shavuos, there was this dilug, this transformation that started in that one night and then throughout the 49 days from Passover to Shavuos, we were tro- totally transformed from the lowest level of impurity and darkness to the highest level of holiness. And that idea of dilug, that quantum leap, takes one moment, one second. And this was given to us on the holiday of Passover. In truth, every day, we are to remember that God took us out of the land of Egypt. And Chasidis explains that it's not only that we have to remember that over 3,300 years ago, we were slaves to Pharaoh in Egypt, and God was kind, and he had mercy upon us. He took us out, but it's a lot deeper than that. And that is every day a person has to accomplish new things. What we did yesterday, is that enough for Today? And how much more must we accomplish today than yesterday? It has to be a dilug. It needs to be a quantum leap to jump from what we did yesterday and enter into a new phase and a new reality today. The tribe of the month is Yehuda, Judah. Judah we know was the king of all the tribes. And it was through this holiday that we became Amlechus Kayhanim. It was through the holiday of Passover that God took us out of Egypt and he said we're going to be now his servants, servants of God the king, and a kingship, and a kingdom of priests, and therefore the tribe of the month is Yehuda, which is the king, and primarily the idea of the king means to bring the potential into reality to do a physical deed not only to think about it or to talk about it but make it really happen. All of this is connected to the permutation of the month and that is that throughout the 12 months of the year each month is vivified and and vitalized and energized through the four letters of God's name. However, being that every month is a Chodesh, Chodesh means new, so therefore there's a new energy. And the reason why there's a new energy is because the four letters of God's name is moved around. And that is the permutation of the month. The month of Nisan being the first month of the year the permutation is the four letters of God's name in the proper order, the Yod and the He, and the Vav and the He, which is found in the Pulsuk of Yitzmuchu HaShemayim the Sogele Haaretz. In the book of Tehillim, chapter 96, verse number 11, which means, let the heavens rejoice and the earth exalt. First and foremost, it's interesting to note that the word chodesh, which means month, the gematria is 312. Shin is 300, dalid is 4, ches is 8, 312. If you take the name of God, which is 26, and you times it by 12, the 12 months of the year, 26 times 12 equals 312. This is the gematria which is found in the Bnei Yisof- so what is the meaning of Yisbuch HaShemayim V'sagal Why is it that the permutation of this month is that the, let the heaven rejoice and the earth exult? Here, the Torah is teaching us that normally there's a separation between heaven and earth. Normally, heaven is upward, is for God, and earth is for man. And therefore, there could be a contradiction between the two comes along the Torah and tells us that the month of Nisan is both the heaven and the earth must rejoice. And not only rejoice independently, but rejoice together. And that is we have to unite the spiritual together with the physical. The kingship together with the feet, which are the holidays. To transform the physical and make the physical spiritual. Furthermore, God is spiritual, and man is physical. However, the Torah teaches us that through the fact that we love God, this will refine us, and therefore we will be able to love man. And through the fact that we love man, this will complement us and give us the ability to truly love God. And that is not a contradiction. That the Ahavas Hashem, love of God, is only a a vessel and an instrument to loving one's fellow man, and one and loving one's fellow man is an instrument and a vessel to loving God. Furthermore, heaven and earth are not a contradiction, and therefore when the Jewish people left the land of Egypt, and they took with them a tremendous wealth, a ruchosh gadol, which is physical, which is earthly, they use this physical well to build the Mishkan, the home for God, which is spiritual. And therefore there's a connection between heaven and earth. And this also answers the question on the official blessing that we wish one the other on Pesach. Why do we say? Why do we wish one another a kosher Passover and a happy Passover. Here, too, is the connection between heaven and earth. kosher, A kosher Passover means it should be proper for the sake of heaven. No chametz in the house and, and the, the food should be kosher to follow the laws of God, the laws of heaven. Vesameach, it should be also a joyous holiday between man and man to, to get together with your family and to help one another to make sure Every person has food for the Satan. And therefore, we have the permutation of the four letters of God's name, the Yur and the He and the Vav and the He, in the Pasuk of Yitzbuch HaShemayim, the saga Just to mention an interesting story, and that is uh, the first night of Pesach. It was customary for the Rebbe to go around in Crown Heights to visit the various Moisés institutions and to bless them at the Seder. He would go to Muchenchana, the girls' school, the girls' school for Balichuva, He would go to Hadar Torah, the uh, Balchuva school for men. He would go to the uh, yeshiva of Tumchitimim, the official men's yeshiva. The year that the Iranians came out of Iran, which was 79. My grandfather at that time rescued over 2,000 Iranians in the year 1979 and 1980. And the Rebbe went to their Seder as well. And before the Seder, the Rebbe told my grandfather to make sure that they have everything that they need and that they are accustomed to. And therefore the, the Lubavitcher boys, even though they normally do not eat rice on Pesach, they were making rice on Pesach for the Iranian boys and girls that normally eat rice. So from here you see that even though we on Pesach perhaps, or one on Pesach is very stringent, you could be stringent for yourself. But for the other person, you have to be a hak kosher to make sure the other person is happy and joyous and has what he needs as well or what she needs as well. Another interesting story that happened on Pesach the Rebbe would go around the first night of Pesach from one institution to another institution, etc., etc. And my grandfather, Rabbi Jacob Jehech, was really the one that would escort the Rebbe to these various places. And so when the Rebbe came into Hadar HaTorah, which was the school for Baal Tshuva men, my grandfather asked the Rebbe at that time, perhaps the Rebbe would like to see my new office that was just renovated. And the Rebbe said, okay. My grandfather brought the Rebbe into his new office, and the Rebbe glances on this long... Conference table, and he sees a globe sitting on the table. And the Rebbe turns to my grandfather, Rabbi Jacob Jehach, the blessed memory, and he says, "I see that you carry the entire world on your shoulders." And my grandfather responded only with the Rebbe's koichis, only with the Rebbe's help. We hope and pray that we should have a chag kosher a Passover that is truly kosher and a Passover that is truly joyous, and and just like God redeemed us the first time in the month of Nisan, so too the ultimate redemption should be in this month, in the month of Nisan, with the cambio of Mashiach speedily in our days.